Hey, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the road podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. I got DJ Never here. Yo, what's up? I got DJ D Miles. What's good, what's good? I got Jamie the Great. Yeah, what up, what up? We have a special guest today. You know, he's he's um second time appearing on our podcast. He's the head of one of the biggest DJ agencies in the country. Uh, me, DJ Never, and DJ D Miles are signed to him. Unfortunately, but we have <laughs> <laughs> yo, but we we have Suja Kundu from Scam Artist Management here, man. Suja, yes, what's sir. good, fam? What's good, fam? Yeah, what's it been man? about a year and a half since I was on? I think yeah. it's yeah, been a year and a yeah, half. yeah, about a year and a half. You've been gloating about you know the buzz around you appearing on our podcast. You've been loving. I know you. You, you <laughs> oh, swear? No, no, no. You, you swear listen, you're the best guest listen, you ever had. Listen, I wasn't gloating, but I just wanted to know where I ranked within your guests and we didn't really have any controversy i felt like i, I did all right <laughs> oh no we definitely survived the wave yeah. you're definitely top three if anybody asked me you're top three in the book yeah but suja you you were you were you were sweating the like just like record sales you were like sweating the numbers on on your episode <laughs> you were like yo i got the best no, numbers I, right? I wasn't sweating it it was just more like a little competitive banter right yeah, like yeah. It, it wasn't really sweating it I mean, it wasn't like I got a cookie at the end of it or something. So I didn't really, it didn't really matter. But like, but to this day, to this day, you're still ranking that episode. Like, never. I was one of your best guests, right? Yeah, one guest, right? Yeah, he's like, Jamie, how my numbers? How my numbers, Jamie? How my numbers? I'm like, I like, I like, I like to strive to be the best at everything. I mean, why not? Oh, shut up! What do you want me to say? Hey, I was the worst. Yeah, but a year and a half later, he's still asking that yeah, question. He's holding that. He's holding that rank, baby. I don't know about that. Stop, stop gassing yourself up. I don't know if I'm doing that. <laughs> hey, yo, so, so I mean, it is good to see you, man, and it's good to. I, I feel like after this this year, I mean, this was a weird year, right? I mean, for you, I didn't even know if I, I didn't know if Scam would survive. I didn't know if you'd still be here in 2021 you know what i'm saying like with with live shows gone you know the our bread and butters live shows you know even the music industry i know you do uh radio promotions for a lot of independently for a lot of artists and and labels and stuff and like with no shows there was kind of a a hold on music right and it's like you know uh you know where where are we at right now where where's scam artists at where's sujit at right now you know well i mean i i've always kind of prided myself on living within my means yeah at the beginning of the pandemic it was a little bit of a challenge because like i think i had like 15 people working for me Mm -hmm. and you know you're you're concerned about how to deal with your staff and you know we didn't know if it was a two-week thing you know they're telling you all about this government aid but they're not telling you the rules and can you get it or can you can't get it and you're playing kind of a game of chicken of how long do you keep your staff on because you know they've got families they got to pay their bills and you know for the first couple of weeks, we're, we're, you know, dealing with the fact of rescheduling gigs or, you know, postponing gigs or, hey, this isn't going to last that long. This is just for three weeks. So we really like it was a little bit of a, a stress at the beginning of just managing the staff. But I feel like once that I kind of figured out what I was going to do there, I just kind of cut all my costs to the bare minimums. And the stuff that the stuff that did need to be handled, you know, I was enough in the loop that um, I was able to just pick up and handle it and. You know, I'm copying on a lot of emails, even though I'm not replying. And, you know, the few things that I that I couldn't, I could catch up really quick and I was able to figure it out. So, like, you had a staff. <clears throat> and, and and I will say a compliment to the DJs, right? Like, most of them, I've been with them, you know, or they've been a part of this company for so long. We kind of all banded together. 
maybe things weren't perfect for them either, but you know, they stepped up their weight a little and they helped me out. And so maybe, okay, we're not doing calendars like we used to, we're not doing everything, but you know, Hey, like we stepped it up and we all kind of adapted together. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I have a question for you. Uh, Suja. I know you have a roster of a lot of DJs and a lot of DJs went through some mental health problems and breakdowns and all that shit. Were you reaching out to every single person in your list individually? Like, yo, how you doing? Da, 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 da. <laughs> that's I mean, not that's they, not what Sujit does, man. I think I, look, okay. I reached out. I reached out to I'd say probably ninety ninety five percent, but not not limited to just my roster. Like I, I reached out to people through the pandemic just to say hello. And I mean my my day during the pandemic, I was walking like three or four hours a day, and then I would just do emails for a little bit. I'd watch the president or whatever, and then I'd do some more emails, and then I'd eat, and then I'd go to sleep, watch some TV and I'd go to sleep. So I had a pretty routine schedule. And during those first, during those four or five hours when I was walking, you know, I had free time and I would just be texting people, checking on people and gossiping, but crooked is right. I'm not really the, the <laughs> emotional type. Guy. I, 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 don't do, yeah. I don't do, I don't do too well with those conversations, but like, you know, I definitely did reach out and stay in touch with just about everyone. Right. You yeah. are good. You, you are good for like, yo, you good. Like I get that text yeah. every once in a while. Like, yo, you good. I'm like, oh yeah. shit. <laughs> but yeah, but that's, that's like that, that, that's that, like Suji's way of saying, like, hey, how you doing? Is everything all right? You know what I mean? But that's like yeah. a that's like a mass copy and paste he does to all the nah, it's, not it's really not though. You know what it is? You know what it is? Crooked a lot of times something will pop in my head and then I'll be like, well, let me see how that guy's doing. Yeah, yeah. And that's really what it is. And people are like, if I don't write their name first, they're like, Oh, it must be a group text. Am I one of, I'm like, first of all, I'm not that competent to know how to do a group text that big and y'all with your apple and me with my android it's a little it's a little disconnect to start out with so i, I don't really do that i don't i'm not a big fan of big group texts i feel like one of the things that me and you are really kind of see eye to eye is like running a business because you know you know i had new i had like a staff of 20 plus individuals i know how it is to run a business and, and manage it i definitely understand what you were going through last year you went from a staff to 15. What's your staff number like right now? Just me. Just you. I mean, that's that's kind of crazy. You, you didn't feel overwhelmed or you weren't, you know, like what was the, like you you weren't nervous about that anything at all or were you just kind of like, well, let's just see how well, it goes. The thing is, is I want, I want Scam to be a legitimate company, yeah. right? So I want to be on the same, you know, playing field as like Sony Music. So how they take care of their employees and how they take care of their staff, you know, I have much limited resources. I don't have the same resources as them, but, you know, I want to make an effort to, you know, provide that for them. And so when everybody was kind of going through this, I was just trying to figure out how I could help them through this, but not break the bank. Right. So, mm -hmm. I mean, like at Scam, I know a lot of the employees probably didn't care all the way, but like we had dental insurance, right? Like we had vision insurance, dental insurance, and some people just care about medical, but most of, most of them are younger and, you know, that's not a top priority to them, right? Like insurance has become, as you get a little older, that becomes more of like a focus point, I think, at least for what I, my experience. But like, I was just, you know, I had a staff member that had a kid and I'm like, it's not just her, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I'm thinking like, what's going to happen with them? But I'm still trying to juggle, okay, I got to take care of me. So it was like, it was, that was the biggest challenge. But like, like I said, like, you know, once we got in that rhythm, I, I was cool. So, so I got a question right now, since everything seems uh, there's rumors that everything's starting to pick up right now. Yeah. And like by um, Memorial Day weekend, everything's going to open up, supposedly. Do you still have your staff on deck ready to bring them back? 
or you will have to get a whole new staff? I think it's going to be a whole new staff. The reason that is, is that because in a year, the business has changed. If you didn't take that last year to remain involved, I think you've shown the industry that, that this isn't an industry you really want. Yeah. So for a guy like me, I mean, I know more about audio interfaces. I can plug CDJs and turntables and mixers upwards and backwards and sideways. And, you know, I learned a lot of things over this pandemic in terms of like just things that I was doing in the office. You know, I had uh, there's three offices in scam that had doors on them. One of them was for an in-house attorney. Uh, One of them I rented out to a friend that was like a, a middle talent buyer. And one of them I rented to the Stafford brothers, right? The Stafford brothers went back to Australia. So theirs went empty. And I had these other two offices. And now those offices, two of them are streaming rooms. And one of them is a gaming room. And over the pandemic, like we started with taking like a Mac, an iRig. And, you know, we, we, yeah. we had a $100 um, webcam and we started streaming. As we went along every week, they'd be like, what do you have new today? What do you have new today? And as we kind of learned like what we were doing and we realized that we were going to stay in the game a little longer. I, I heard the same things going on with like nightlife, uh, like a lot of management, a lot of staff. Who, who didn't stay in nightlife, we got to find new managers. We got to, with shit opening up, we got to find new marketing directors. People we have to find have everything. Yeah. People have moved. They've relocated. They've moved to different cities. Right. I mean, I, I think my personal outlook is like, you know, in 2019, I flew 400,000 miles over. I see my business model in 2021 is different. I don't see myself traveling, mm. right? Like I don't see myself moving around the, like the way I used to, not to say that I wouldn't travel, but like, I don't, I think that, you know, I, I prefer to stay, you know, centralized a little more. You're not going to be bouncing around from New York to LA and going around as much because of like zoom calls and stuff like that. Cause everything, not, can be because, not because of zoom calls. I just feel like when I leave the office in the past, there isn't that leadership here. And I feel like my time is probably better spent now being here in the office and making myself available. Mm. And, you know, the mm-hmm. DJ's coming in and out of here. I mean, yesterday we had Leslie, Angie, and the Dew Twins, you know, all streamed in one room. And then Samantha Ronson, Gene Hove, and uh, then we had a guest, Chris Rogers. He streamed yesterday. So we had two rooms of streaming going, you know, and then they had a little barbecue out back. It was kind of, the, the energy was kind of, re- it was cool. And I feel like if I travel you know, the company loses that energy and, mm. and I probably don't want to do it like that no more. Well, that's a different take than you had before, right? Because <clears> you, you kind of almost went back to bare bones of what how scam started in the beginning a little bit. I mean, right? I was trying, you know, I was trying to like grow the company, right? Yeah. And in order to grow the company, I had to, I was trying to move around. I just, I just think now where I'm at, I'm in a different place. Mm. And, you know, is that sustainable for you? Um, as the as things continue to open back up and then maybe DJs are traveling and whatnot, is it sustainable for just running bare bones? For sure. I never had to travel. I enjoy traveling. Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody was like, I mean, you know, little John used to be like, Oh, what are you doing here? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm ask you that. Little John didn't want you with him. <laughs> yeah. Like, like people, be, people would be like, why are you here? Like what's happening? Not, not in a bad way. Just like surprised to see me at a gig. Cause I don't really, I don't really need to, I, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of zoom calls. Let me tell you right now. I hate zoom calls. Mm-hmm. I, I, I try to avoid them. The whole concept of, you know, let's set up a time to get on the phone, to do this, to do that. Like it's, it's unproductive to me personally. So I'd rather get on the phone with someone than sit up, sit on a zoom. Like, I don't think, I don't think zoom gives you that interaction of having lunch together. I, I don't feel that. You are starting to get 
out of town gigs. I, I see the bookings like coming in slowly and whatnot. Are you are you comfortable sending DJs out right now? Like you know, if somebody doesn't feel comfortable, we can wait. If somebody's ready to go now, we can do it. Everybody is mm. approaching this pandemic different. Yeah, and you know, do I get a vaccine? Don't I get a vaccine? Like that's up to you, right? Like like. If you ask me my personal opinion, I might give you my personal opinion. But I also do advise people that, you know, if you are going to go to a club and you are going to accept a gig, you can't start saying, oh, he's not wearing a mask. And, no, this isn't happening. And this guy's not six feet away from me. Like, you know, you got to understand you're going to a space where people are drinking and their guard is going to drop. And people want to come to the DJ booth and say hello. And not everyone might wear a mask. And if you're not comfortable to be in that situation, don't put yourself in that situation. Right. If you're because you got to know what you're somewhat walking into. I can I can do the advanced things of saying, hey, we'd like to keep the DJ booth clear. Most of the DJs that want to wipe down the equipment and clean the equipment, they travel with that stuff anyways. There's been DJs that have been playing the whole the whole time. Yeah. You just been accepting Mm -hmm. if the gigs come, you're like, yo, I'm going to forward it. I'm going to let them let let my boys know if they want to take it. They take it. Right. Or, or, Or if it's somebody that says I'm not traveling at all right now, I might just say, you know, Crooked's not taking anything till July 1st. Right. And if that that might change, but for right now, he's on the bench till July 1st. I feel like you're going to have to start adding, like, in, in the writers, you're going to have to start adding, like, safety precautions for each DJ. Like, this DJ wants, you know, the, the DJ booth blocked off. They want the equipment wiped down before they start. You can't do that shit or what? I mean, it, listen, it depends who the DJ is, right? Right. Because if you're, if you're a, let's just say, a, a smaller DJ, the club might be like, I'll just book someone else, right? <laughs> so... Or if you're a bigger headliner DJ, they might be willing to do a lot more for you, right? But you're going to be coming with a staff. So, I, you know, I, I think that's that's a case-by-case basis. But I think if you start, you know, requesting crazy stuff, it depends on how bad they want you, whether they're going to um, – not crazy stuff. If you start adding more stuff to – even if you, even if it was bottles, right? If you're like, hey, I need eight bottles of 42, Never, I love you, but there no clubs giving you that. You know, why, hey, maybe going to be never. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna pick on Jamie, but I opted to go with you. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they always pick on you, so I'm gonna join the club. <laughs> is Jay, wait, is, is Jamie scam artist right now? Everyone's nope. asking. No, no he's nope. not. I was just gonna pick on him because he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo, I so this is the big question. This is the big, big question. DJ rates, they're going huh? down. They're staying the same. What are you seeing? I think they're staying the same. They are. I, I look at. I, I. I think there's venues that we've worked with for a long time that need help getting back on their feet. That you know, if they're going to do consistent business with you and they ask for a couple on the front end to help themselves get back on your feet, I'm fine with it. You know, there's 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 also other DJs that have been very active um, via streaming that have upped their value. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's you know, it's also about there, there there comes a threshold of willingness to travel, right? So. For Crooked, since I won't pick on Neva, you know, he may be willing to travel for X, but he may not be willing to travel for Y. And so if a club says, hey, our situation right now is all we could provide X, that's fine. Nobody's knocking it. Crooked might opt to stay home, right? Mm-hmm. He may not want to risk his life. He may not want to travel. There, there's a threshold between what the venues are going to offer with what the DJs are willing to take. But for the most part, I think it's staying the same. So my question is this, because a lot of DJs have been talking about the DJ rates going down. I feel like it is affecting certain DJs, obviously some of them without management. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of these venues are maybe taking advantage of the fact that they don't have management. They know these these DJs need work. 
Like, uh, you know, how how should a DJ with no management? I, but I don't think that's the case because right now unemployment's yeah. so strong. Yeah. Right. Uh, unemployment's so strong. So the DJs aren't really. The problem is, is there's a lot of DJs that are ambitious that are kind of cutting each other because mm. they want the gig. It's not necessarily the venue saying we have to do this, right? That, you know, people want to work. So th- those that want to get back to work, they might be willing. It, it's again, personal threshold of, you know, I want to get back to work so bad. I'll take less money. Right. But there's other DJs that are like, I'm cool on unemployment for three more months. Like until it gets back to a place where I'm ready to work, I can sit it out. Yeah. I'm, I'm hearing different. I'm hearing like these venues are, are coming with crazy rates. You know what I'm saying? Like $200 or like, you know, just really low rates. And they're just saying like, we're no, going to have to take this I, shit. I don't think that, I don't think that, look at, I think if a, if a venue was a, a club, right. And now they're on that. Now they're operating as a lounge and they can only put five people at a table and you have to stay at your table. Right. Their budget is, is reduced. So mm-hmm. I don't think that they're being unreasonable to say, Hey, right now, while we're operating at 40% capacity, we need to kind of keep our budgets down. But, you know, you're somebody that we've used all the time. We'll give you first dibs at the work. And if you're not, if you, if you don't want to do it, when we get our numbers up, we're, we're happy to bring you back. I don't think there's a problem with that. I think, I don't think, I don't see the situation where a club's at full capacity and they're saying, Hey, now we only want to give you 25% of your rate, right? The clubs yeah. that are open, they're, they're paying what they used to pay. I agree with you. There are clubs that are doing that, Suzy. But I think there are other clubs like in Texas and some in Florida that are like kind of still running kind of at 100 percent capacity. Right. Like we're seeing. Well, the, some of the some of the DJs are telling me that they're, you know, they're getting reduced rates. You know, they might be they, again. They might be willing to take reduced rates. They're 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 not. I haven't had the experience where clubs are being unreasonable. Mm. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen that. I've seen some and I've, I've, some people have told me they're like. You know, I'm, I don't want to come back. And I've, take got, I've gotten the emails. Hey, we're, you know, we're operating in a smaller capacity. You know, we want to do this. We, we want, can we get this? And I'll just be like, listen, that DJ is not going to take it. Mm-hmm. We totally respect your situation. We totally understand. Yeah. But they're not willing to do it. So we'll wait. But I, but I, but I have a couple other guys that might be willing to do it. Right. Like, so most of the, you know, establishments, most of the legitimate operations, They've been pretty. They've been pretty fair. Right, right. With all the states opening back up, right, and obviously right. out of town bookings are coming in. You know, I'm wondering about certain markets. I guess my biggest worry is that is New York, right? Because New York, I think, was kind of like it was in trouble before the pandemic, and I think I, nightlife is what I'm talking about. New York nightlife was kind of in trouble before the pandemic, and then after the pandemic, it was like the nail in the coffin. Like, uh, and I'm kind of wondering what are you seeing and what are you hearing about New York nightlife and is it, is it going to bounce back or, you know, like I was just wondering about that. I mean, New York's a tricky thing because there's a bar every eight feet and a lot of, and I think that just the the community, there isn't really a big demand to go to a nightclub. Right. And the people that do seem to go to nightclubs, there's, there's only a few nightclubs in town that, that, you know, and then there's a lot of stuff in Brooklyn and another in Jersey and in other areas and like supper club type things. Um, New York all, always paid a little less for DJs and talent. So right. I, I haven't heard. I mean, we're doing some we've been doing some stuff the whole pandemic in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Nice has been playing the whole time. And, you know, they have been a little reduced rates, like maybe 25 percent. But they're operating a reduced capacities and it's in its work right now. So I don't see it as like 
a drastic thing, but like New York's, it's just, there's so many, there's so many options in New York, right? Right, right. Like there's legitimately on every block, there's like five bars. (laughs) Yeah. So, so why are you going to pay a $40 cover charge to go to a, a, a nightclub? Maybe you might go to Atlantic city, which is, two hours away or maybe you might you know yeah so you, so you don't see these venues reopening i think some will reopen some will stay closed and i think there'll there'll also be new venues that pop up you know mm-hmm. new operators will pop up it's I, I don't see a problem with it i think new york will just remain new york but new york also new york new york also compensates with a lot of events right because there's always something happening mm-hmm. yeah. and so maybe they don't have the weekly the weekly nightlife traffic but they have they have a a shit ton of events yeah that's what i've been i've been noticing that like you know back in the day maybe 10 20 years ago a nightclub experience was like a weekly event and it's just not a weekly event like it was 15 20 years ago in new york like people are only going out to a nightclub for like a birthday party or for like some big celebration or a big act it's not like part of the weekly routine anymore like it was new york after work is it's a much different culture you go eat happy hour hang out with your employees and then people leave the city a lot a large percentage leave the city eight nine ten o'clock and they go home a nightclub that really gets going at 1 a.m you know if you do a late dinner at 10 you're done at 11 30 what are you doing from 11 30 to one before the club gets going if you don't live in the city it's kind of a tricky situation right like there's a lot of you can go you can go have a couple drinks after work with your colleagues or your friends or whatever and be home by 11 or 12 and and then do the next day right yeah i'm kind of wondering about i've been talking with people about just the nightclub industry in general and how it seems like it hasn't changed in the past 10 10 years it's kind of stayed the same and i'm wondering if we're all looking for a change and there's been talks of like like you know weed lounges and things changing up changing in the next few years, especially with New York and like weed being legalized, marijuana being legalized in New York. If that's going to change kind of the infrastructure of nightlife, you know. I think we I think I think we're just look look at the thing is is that you had a you had a a generation of prom- promoters that have graduated from promoters to owners to you know they have families now and they've moved on. And the new generation is has a different outtake on nightlife and what it should be. Right. It's just adjusting. And, you know, like that, that kind of creativity and that like, let's throw a party. It's different now. Right. Like you can, you know, before you would go to a club to meet people. Now you can DM them. (laughs) Right. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of other ways to meet people. And, you know, before you might have wanted a club, I mean, a table at a club. Now you might DM someone and be like, meet me for pizza. It's a different kind of the accessibility of people is, is much different. So nightlife was a place to meet, you know, a significant other. And now there's a lot of other ways to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. So unless you're going to see an act or someone you want to see, there's other, there's other solutions. And then if you want to party and you want to do the bigger club thing, you can go to Vegas, you can go to Atlantic city, you can go to another place, or, you know, you might opt to go to a weekly club instead of a weekly club. You might opt to go to the X event. Mm -hmm. Right. And that, kind of replaces that new york's got so many events you go to three four five events a night yeah. easy and and there's another 400 events that you don't even know about mm-hmm. yeah but i but i honestly believe you know i believe this is our year i believe that assuming everyone stays healthy and we move forward i'm so excited about where i'm at personally where where the company's at like you know i got to rekindle a lot of relationships like you know samantha ronson made the joke we've spent more time 
during the pandemic together than we have in the 15 years we've known each other, right? Because she, she comes to the office and streams two or three days a week, right? So like, you know, a lot of people that I, that I hadn't spent time with in a long time, you know, I, like I got to spend time with them, which was a, which was a plus wow. for us. Cause we kept it, we kept it a small group, right? Maybe like 10 or 12 of us, but you know, everyone was masked up, but like we got to see each other, right? We weren't, you know, we, so I'm I'm super excited about what's happening. So yeah. like the pandemic made you become like Jerry Maguire again, like you know you're like a different manager now. You know you know it's wild, Crook. It's it's funny that you say that, but like I feel like Scam was always a family, right? And mm-hmm. and 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 where 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 as we grew, we we, we kind of had like different pockets, right? Like there's different cliques, right? Right? And there's different pockets, and what always held that together was me, right? And then when when I kind of just, you know, I'm ambitious. Right. So, you know, maybe, maybe in hindsight, look at maybe this pandemic was a, a, an opportunity for me to reset and, and, you know, put scam back on a, a forward path that I'm excited about. Right. Mm. Yeah. You're excited. Mm-hmm. So like, wait, I want to talk about this now. You're saying like a new, a new path you're excited about. You've kind of adapted with scam. You're like a program director. Now you've launched a, like a live stream scam on Twitch. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, when the pandemic hit, you know, DJs were frantically looking for a platform. D-Nice led the way with IG Live, and everyone kind of moved from IG Live to Twitch. And I remember earlier last year when the pandemic hit and we were quarantining, you were sending emails out like, what do we do next? Like, just send me ideas. You were like, just send me what we should do for this year and how, you know, you're kind of like, let's brainstorm and let's just stay active this year. And, uh, and then you slowly moved to Twitch. I actually... I remember I sent you an email. I'm like, yo, you should do, you should have, you should do scam artist Twitch and hop on that. And you're like, nah, I'm not with it. Pass. And then you forgot about it, but then you hop back on it. Listen, I wasn't with the Instagram (laughs) live, right? I wasn't with the Instagram live. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll be honest. It was, it was a lot of that was, well, a lot of that was ego driven, right? Because like, Mm -hmm. I didn't want, I didn't want scam to go on. And have 14 people watching it. I didn't feel like that was going to be a good reflection of the brand. See, like the thing about Twitch that I'm okay with is that even if the um, even if the the the, pe- the viewers aren't at a place where on a daily basis where it's the greatest, the presentation I'm able to control, right? I'm able to control the the artwork, the overlay, the creative, right? Like, and and the thing about Twitch is you have to you got to let people express themselves with the music a little more than at a nightclub. So it's, you get to hear different sounds and you get to hear things. And to be honest with you, Twitch has opened up my eyes to a lot of DJs because I've got to hear them sober, not drunk at a club. Like you, you get to hear them three times. And I'm like, and you also get to see who actually likes to DJ and play music yeah. versus who's like, I'm 90 minutes and out. Like, this is my set. Like you get to see like people that like are into music, right? You, they get to show their, you know, a little bit of their, I guess personality, right? Yeah, yeah, and and it's and it's more similar to radio. It's more controlled. Like you can, you can set up the times, and it, I feel like you're a program director. You're like you're setting slots open. It's a daily thing. Scam artist has to have, you know, has to be on streaming for like certain hours every day and whatnot, right? I mean, yeah, kind of like a programmer. Yeah, I'd say that. That's cool. But you know, like like the thing about what 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 I've kind what this pandemic has kind of taught is about like you know, customer acquisition, right? Like what you have to do in order to keep people tuned in, whether it's music on a streaming platform, whether it's, you know, 
people to a club, like what you have to do to keep people excited about your thing. And so, yeah, like on the Twitch page, I, I, I'm programming it in a way that I'm trying to, you know, make sure that the whoever's tuning in, they have a reason to tune in on a weekly basis. Right. And yeah. if, if the content gets scale stale, then they might just tune out. So do, do you think Twitch is the best marketing and promotion for a DJ right now? I mean, I've always been of the mindset that each DJ is going to have a different path to success or failure. Right. So Twitch is great for some people. It might not be great for others. But right, but as a as a as an agency, right, like I want to put myself in a competitive advantage among against other agencies, right? So, you know, this is something that my comp- I try to offer everything. So if there was another platform that I thought was gonna give me an edge when I'm trying to sign crooked since I'm not allowed to talk about Neva, if, if I'm trying to sign Crooked, I'm going to say, you know, hey, I can offer X, Y, and Z platforms, and this is what why I'm better than Agent Y, right? So I have a question. Yeah. Um, do you think a lot of club managers and owners, they're looking at the Twitch right now, and they're, like, thinking about all these DJs are, like, blowing up off of Twitch. Do you think it's going to transition into the nightlife, nightclubs? No. no. Really? No. Interesting. Really? That's really interesting, yeah. I, I, th- I think, look at the th- here's the thing for, for, for the DJs that are successful on Twitch, mm-hmm. you know, the audience that's listening to Twitch from my experience, isn't a nightlife, isn't a nightclub mm-hmm. crowd, right? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a different, it's a different crowd. So you might be able to make a very successful living. The trick is, is that with money comes again, your willingness to work, right? So if you're making good money on Twitch, then comes the argument of, am I going to leave my house for $500? Because I can sit in my living room and make the same or more or less and do whatever I want. So it's again about thresholds, right? It's about your willingness to do what? So I think for, for those that are successful, you know, just because you're, you've been successful on Twitch for the last six months doesn't mean Club Y is going to say, all right, Crooked, you're out that we've been using you for 10 years. Right. Right. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of built in relationships with nightclubs, with club owners, with promoters that, you know, aren't going to I don't think are going to go away by uh, by a a nine month pandemic. Everyone's still tight. Right. So I don't foresee one oak booking a new crop of DJs. They already kind of have their go to's and their friends. And unless someone emerges you know, culturally knew that they're into, I don't see that changing too much. So you're saying when, when nightclubs started opening across the country and you're getting calls, you're getting calls for the usual DJs that these, these, these nightclubs have dealt with before. Cause Correct. they, cause they, they trust these DJs. They know these DJs can handle the room and they're just kind of like, yo, we're cool with them too. And we're going to book them. Right. They want to get there. They want to get back to work. Right. Yeah. So like they're not they're not looking for a new solution. They mm-hmm. want to get back to work. There's been like a lot of DJs complain. I mean, there's there's literally been like just huge Twitter threads and all of these DJs going back and forth. Well, you know, Twitch DJs are like, yo, when shit opens back up, we're going to be taking over all the clubs and all the club DJs are like, yo, why? You know, like that's not even so like, you know, like what are you guys talking about? So it's like club DJs versus Twitch DJs. They were going back and forth. And, you know, I think in the end, like what you were saying, it, it obviously makes sense. But what about the DJs who are saying like, man, all these club DJs, they just got the relationships. It's like nepotism, man. Like they're just fixed in like it's, you know, it's like a boys club. They're booking all the homies. They're not they're not letting any new blood inside. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my answer to that is we all pay dues, right? Like, so, you know, if you're new to the scene or you're new to the 
situation, uh, new to the community, you've got to pay dues, right? So, uh, I mean, Crooked, how many dinners did you have to go to? How many, you know, I stood outside of clubs, right? Like, you know, there was a time where I, you know, had to wear a collared shirt to get in a new club and I'm watching underage kids going in t-shirts and I'm like, what the heck's happening? But, you know, I, we stayed, we stayed persistent and a slot opened up and, you know, sometimes I'll tell a DJ, like, you know, if you want to play at a club, sometimes just hanging out at that club a lot is a good, is a good move because you know what? Somebody gets sick. Yo, Suge, I got to go to the bathroom. Can you play two records for me? If I don't make it back in time, you get on, you know, the manager's like, Hey, I got a last minute opening. You could get in, like you got to get in where you could fit in. And then, you know, down the line, I don't think it's a, it's not a Twitch DJ versus a club DJ. We're all, if you're a DJ, you're a DJ. Right. right? And so, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the thing is, is technology has made it so it's much easier to DJ, right? You can, you have your access to music is a lot easier than it was 15 or 20 years ago. So now if you're a DJ, you know, you have to have other, other assets to offer to say, Hey, like, you know, in addition to DJing, I'm working on other things, or I have this metrics, or I have this social media, or I have, you know, this relationship with these artists, right? Right. Like you have to make it. So the same way as me as an agent, I'm asking you to choose me when you're in a line of 10 DJs, you know, at this point, the club might have relationships with all 10 of them. Mm -hmm. And you've got to give them a reason to say, all right, well, I'm choosing you as opposed to someone else. What is your intention signing like streaming DJs? I'm not, I'm not signing a streaming DJ. I'm signing a DJ, right? Mm. So I'm signing a DJ that happens to be doing well during, that happens to be doing well at streaming. Crooked, you, you referred me to June, right? Like, and like you and a couple of the other DJs were like, Hey, you guys, you should look at her. You should look at her. You should look at her. And then I did. So there's different ways to get noticed. Right. You know, and if Twitch happens to be your way to get noticed, cool. You know, if, if you're happy to DJ on Twitch, cool. If you're happy being an event DJ and not doing clubs, cool. If you want to be a festival DJ, cool. There's a lot of different ways to, to, to still be a DJ and not think of everything as if I'm not doing it, someone's stealing it from me. Just instead of thinking of it as like, get myself in a position so I'm recognized. So if there's an opening, I'm going to take it. Yeah. yeah. When you're thinking about when you're an agency, right? Yeah. Like I'm a for-profit business, right? So I'm trying to find people that I can sell and market. Right. And so if I have an angle to go to a club and say, look at these numbers and look at these things, I, this might be something that's successful for you. Let's give it a shot. You know, it's your job as the DJ to give me, you know, ammunition to go speak to the clubs and say, Hey, look at book, never book crooked book D miles. Don't book Jamie the great. Cause he's not on scam, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you know what I'm saying? You gotta get, you gotta give yourself ammo, ammo. You gotta give me ammo to go try to fight the fight to get you the gig that you want or mm-hmm. the stage that you want. And there's plenty of DJs that are great event DJs that couldn't play a Hakkasan club, you know, where, where there's 5,000 people there where one little mistake is the whole room's going to hear it. Right. Yeah, like yeah. that doesn't make you a bad DJ. That makes you not right for that room. Do you, do you think there's, mm. there's a future for like the streaming DJs that, that kind of maybe started with streaming, made a name for them in streaming. Do you think there is another way for them to do live events? Like, you know, cause I kind of think of it, I, uh, you know, and I hope I'm not insulting any streaming DJs, but I kind of see it like YouTubers, like YouTubers that got famous on YouTube started doing like, you know, their own private events where they had people coming through like meet and greets and shit. And I'm saying, is there a potential for that, for scam to, to do something like that and throw these events or anything, or you don't even see yeah, that shit. It, it, that, that's kind of where, 
you know, my scam summer summit. Um, okay, wait, wait, was, wait, before you go into this, let's start. Let's go <laughs> into this because you're doing you're doing a summit like a DJ summit scam right. scam summit. And when is it? August, August 22nd, 23rd. Okay, this is this is the reason why you're on this podcast because you yeah, want to yeah, plug this. This, is, shit. this is the reason why we <laughs> woke up early for you. So in my head, right, like there's there is a, a group of DJs that were, you know, let's just call them five hundred dollar DJs that mm-hmm. through this pandemic have have built a fan base. Right. Whether it's. 200 people, 100 people, 300 people, 500 people. They've spent time with a, a, a community of people for the last six, seven, eight, nine months, right? Right. And they've built a base. So in my head, I was thinking of kind of like a Comic-Con for DJs, right? Where we could bring all these streamers and we could bring all these people together. And you have all these moderators and people in the chat that from all over the country, shit from all over the world that have never met and never seen each other. Right. Uh, my idea was to bring everybody together. Whereas you could have like, uh, you know, a hybrid stream meet and greet merch type event. And where people who haven't seen each other in a long time could all come together in one place. Right. Damn. And so I do have my other business, which is the, the record business side, which, you know, when artists realize that there's, this many DJs in a captive place, they're going to want to promote their music, right? So you have synergies between labels, night uh, nightlife, um, streamers, DJs, moderators, and then you know, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tie in you know, brands and other things to make it kind of like a whole full fledged like kind of meeting, kind of like meetup. But I'm doing it a little different in the sense of um, not doing registration. Right. I don't want to charge people five hundred dollars for a badge that they don't want and a gift bag that they don't need. Right. I'm not doing panels because I feel like, you know, the few panels I've spoken at, you know, nobody wants to go to them. People they're like the the, the organizers are begging people, can you please go in here? Can you please go in here? But people are socializing and they're doing other things. And now with Clubhouse, there's a panel every six minutes, right? So I didn't feel like panels were were needed. I feel like there's a new there's a new model and, you know, I'm also going to try to bring radio programmers into town, right. For my other business. So you have DJs, you have radio programmers, you have artists, you have labels, you have brands. Super Bowl is in LA next year and August is a halfway to Super Bowl point. Right. And so, you know, I'm going to have all these little pop-up things and, and it's just really to bring our community back together and say, all right, here we go. We're ready to rock. And this is the new world and this is what it's going to be. And, Let's all meet up and let's try to make break bread. You're going to take over the Dream Hotel, right? Basically in L.A. You're going to take over the Dream Hotel and then you're going to have all of these pop-up events at like kind of the the nearby restaurants and the the property venues. Is that what's happening? Yeah. And then I'm just explaining for our listeners. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not necessarily going to be the organizer of every event, right? Like, Like you guys could do like, for example, Road Podcast could say for those two days, we're going to be in L.A. and we're going to interviews for, you know, we're going to do a a 2 p.m., a 4 p.m., a 6 p.m. like shows. And we're going to do kind of like a live from L.A. and then they might run for the next six weeks. Right. Like there's different ways that I'm going to skin the cat, which I will talk to you guys about. Yeah. But 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 um, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be event driven. It could be a dinner. It could be a brunch. It could be, you know. I, you know, I'm talking to the IO Academy, which is like a producer school about having an open house where, you know, they can just show show their school and, and show um, what services they offer. Right. So so in, in the terms of you guys, if you guys were to come to me and say, hey, Suge, we want to do 
uh, Road Podcast live, and we want to record it, but we want we also want to have thirty audience members in town, right? This. I could help. I want to facilitate that for you. So I got a question. If a DJ with a, a large enough following on like Twitch, let's say they got a really good following on Twitch. Can they just email you and be like, hey, I'm not from L.A. You know, I'm from blah, blah, blah city. And, and I'm interested in this scam summit. And I think I can bring, you know, a large group of people at an event. Can you help me secure an event or blah, blah, blah. Will you do that? Yes. Okay, cool. I just want to make that known because I, I want to make it clear to people that they can reach out and, and what kind of exactly what it is you're putting together and how open it is because you're you're actually having other DJ management companies come in on this, right? You know, the thing is, is that, you know, it, it, for the dream, they gave me a good rate. I didn't mark it up to make $20 a room, right? Like the, the whole concept of not charging for, for registration is I'm not trying to make a ton of money on this. It's really to bring the community together. So you're absolutely right. I talked to Yoni from DGI and, and he's, you know, they're going to participate for him. And I don't want to speak for him. It's about supporting our culture. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is our culture. This is our life. So so don't get me wrong. From nine to five, we'll fight for a gig. But at six, we can all be friends. Like it, it doesn't need to be that. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> we can all go have a drink. It's all love. Right. Like, right. you know, competition's good. Right. It's like the roadrunner and coyote. Right. You know, yeah. So. Which one? Which one is the Roadrunner? Which one's Coyote? You and Yoni. Which I don't know one? the reference well enough, but I'm the better one. The Looney Tunes. No, I mean uh, I know what it is, but I don't know. Like, I'm the better uh, one. Are you encouraging basically all any DJ, whether they stream, whether they're radio, whether they're club? You know, are you are you just encouraging them to come to LA for the summit and just kind of like, kind of like poly and like kind of you know. And get- but, but but for me, it's not limited to DJs. It's producers. It's songwriters. Mm-hmm. It's publicists. It's event people. It's 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 not limited. It's it's entertainment, right? So it, it it's not limited. While DJs is obviously a big focus for me, it's artists that have new music. Like it's you know, if you're interested in being in our industry, be part of the community. Don't just show up when you can get paid, be part of our community and support our community. Right. And so come together and meet people and hang out and joke and have some fun and break some bread because it's the entertainment industry. It's not the, I only show up when I get paid and I'm leaving when I'm done, like be part of the community. So instead of, instead of like an actual summit, it's almost like an ultra fest. It's like a, like a mini festival for just a bunch of, a bunch of people in the music industry from DJs to producers to the record labels, pretty much. You're focusing more on like events and parties, though, right? Kind of like let's just get all no, together. But, but, no, but I've talked, to, I've talked, I've talked about having some dinners with like you know, I've talked to some liquor distributors because if I have ten nightclub owners in town, right, and they're they're a liquor distributor, a dinner might work for them, right? Mm-hmm. I talked to a, a publicist about having a dinner with fifteen publicists that you know just because they all work together, but they never get a chance to just sit down and have a dinner together or have a lunch together, so there's a lot of moving parts and you know, COVID restrictions make it a little challenging because we can't announce the events the way we want to because the restrictions are changing every day. So it'd be silly to make a deal with a, you know, we have a lot of holds places, but it'd be silly to make a deal now that it's going to change four more times before, um, before we actually get there. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the, what's the website? What's the site? What's the information that they could log in or email or whatever. It's just scamartist.com forward slash scam summer. S K A M summer. And then can they can just e- they can contact you through the website, obviously, yes? 
I'm pretty easy to reach, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You DM me, you'll get an answer back. Like, I, I respond pretty easy. <laughs> Might not be the right answer, but I respond. Yo, Suge, is this like a one-time thing? Or are you going to continue doing this, like your birthday and the Christmas dinner and all that stuff? Or this is just a one-time thing? What's I mean, it, keep go- it, it, it could keep going until I get uninspired. I stopped the Christmas party be- the year before the pandemic because I was uninspired. I didn't have an idea or a place that, you know, back to reference what Crooked was saying about – you know, New York City nightlife and becoming stale. Like I'm always trying to push the envelope. You know, when it when I did the party for so many years and I couldn't come up with an idea that I thought was going to be like, holy shit, you know, I kind of was like, I don't feel like doing it no more. Right. Like I didn't feel like doing it just to do it. So if if this year is successful and it and it um people like it, then you know, maybe it evolves next year to more or less, or you know, it just depends. Like it, I can't answer that right now. Yeah. I'm, I have another question. I'll follow up on that one. If it's success, if it's successful, do you see it going to maybe New York, doing it in Miami, different cities? I, I don't know. Scam's based in L.A. I have really good relationships in L.A. But look at again. I took my birthday to New York. Exactly. That's because I was inspired. Right. Like I, I saw venues that I really liked. And, you mm-hmm. know, I had partners in those cities, you know, Noah and Jason that, that were able to help me, you know, execute my vision. So for me, successful for this event, it's it's. It's not a financial thing for me. Successful events that like we get everyone together and everyone's like, yo, I had a, I had a good time. I walked away. I didn't know crooked before. Now I know crooked, you know, I had this, you know, perception of Jamie, but now, you know, I got to hang out with him and now it's different now, you know, I, or, or, or it could even be like never wanting to play at a club, but he never met the owner. And now, you know, at, at, at a bar or at the pool, he now all of a sudden he meets him and they spark a relationship. And then, you know, now he's like he's being asked to, to play there. Like there's so many or, you know, there's so many different ways for it to be successful. But, mm-hmm. you know, based on the response I'm getting so far and assuming the COVID stuff continues to decline, um, it, it feels like it's going to be a winner. And it feels like a lot of people haven't seen, you know, we didn't have Sundance this year. We didn't have, you know, winter music conference. We didn't have like the things that, you know, Super Bowl, the things that our community normally kind of like pops city to city. Mm-hmm. doing these events, they've all been gone. So, you know, it, I'm, I'm trying to make it a one shot, a one stop shop where you could all meet up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's interesting because it's like, you know, for me, like, I, I, I don't know what to expect from it. You know, like I really, and I think for when I usually like, uh, when I usually hear about events or something like this, you know, where it's all like, it's almost like a summit. When I hear about these things, I, I tend to like want to know what the focus is and I, and I'm I'm kind of um I'm kind of intrigued because you're just leaving it a little bit open. You're letting like the people come through and kind of dictate what this becomes a little bit, right? Well, no, I mean, look, a- as we go, like yeah. I think I've got like six or seven kind of events like lined up already. Yeah, that you know I, I'm hoping in the next couple of weeks um we can put save the dates up. And as that happens, then I think that people will start to see. Look for like I said, it, it's for each person. It's going to be you know, based on their focus and based on their, right. um, based on what they want to accomplish, they may attend different things, mm-hmm. right? So someone may want to just meet a DJ and they might go to their event. Someone may want to become a producer and they want to, might want to go to an open house for producers, right? right. They might want to, you know, they're, I'm trying to set up writer's camps where, you know, if you're a, just a songwriter, there may be a songwriter's camp that you can attend, right? So, it, it depends what your focus is, where you want to go, like, and what you want to be. But, right. you know, the, the events that are public, you know, will be announced. And mm-hmm. I, I'm going to try to have them, 
like all in one place so people know what's uh, what's happening it's interesting it does remind me of like winter music conference when when even vegas clubs would would like you know do pop-up do pop-ups in miami and just be like everyone's here let's just take advantage of and market to them you know and even djs would even like you started doing uh takeovers at different clubs just be like look it's winter music conference you know like we're just gonna take over a club and i'm gonna market scam and let everyone know that scam is the shit or like is the number one uh, dj management company right now and stuff like that so well, the, I, con- the, con- the concept around that was that there were so many club owners in town yeah that we wanted to showcase our roster mm-hmm. right so similar you know that's you're another DJ agency and you want to showcase your roster. Let's try to put on an event. Let's try to make something happen. You right. know, I'll help you do it. It'll, it, you'll be responsible for operating it and, you know, any guarantees or any deals, whatever you work out with the venue. I'm not going to, I'm not trying to become a, a promoter for 50 events. <laughs> right. But like, but, but like, uh, you know, we'll, we'll help you as best as we can. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to go back to, um, to Twitch really quick, and and I know you have relationships with record labels. You do uh, radio promotions and 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 stuff for a lot of hit records. You know everyone from French Montana to Tiger. And I'm wondering, you know, the copyright issues with Twitch. Do you have any inside info on this? Because I'm wondering if this is going to be a Napster situation. To to uh, I'm I'm curious because I'm curious and I'm cautious. And I'm I'm worried for some DJs that you know these labels are going to go after Twitch. They're going to go after these copyrights. They're going to go after their money. And are they going to make an example out of like maybe a couple of Twitch DJs or Twitch users or I don't know and and just and just kind of find them? Is that possible for any of this? I don't I don't have any I don't have any insight in it. I don't know enough about it. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I hear what everyone hears or I read the stuff that people read, but like, I don't, I don't have enough knowledge in it. Have any, have any record labels came and knocking at your door? Like, yo, quit playing our shit. <laughs> like, or yo. maybe, or maybe even the opposite. And maybe like, Hey, can you promote our music? Like our new oh, music? It's, 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 can you promote? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's can you promote? That's, so most, that's probably mostly the artist though, right? The artist is like, yo, play this shit. This is my new shit and whatnot. It's well, not artist label. I mean, yeah. look at in a lot of, in a lot of those chats now, it's a, uh, there's record reps in there. Mm. So um, I have a question. When um, everything eventually opens up, are you going to continue to stream with scam artists or you going to cut back on it? If he keeps making him yeah. money, he's going to keep it going. Yeah, if, he keeps, <laughs> if the cow keeps giving you milk, he's going to keep milking no, it. No, but, to, but to, re- to be real with you, it doesn't make me money right now. Like, like the thing is, is it, it might make money for a DJ who's at home who has, is playing on their own thing. So I have costs, right? Like, I, I, I don't DJ, right? So I just so you know, I pay all the DJs, that, not the guests, but the ones that are on there weekly. You know, they're not getting rich, but they all get paid, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that started like it started this year, like for the first six months or so, let's say nobody got paid, right? But mm-hmm. I pay a graphic designer. I pay someone to help me with the tech stuff. I'm constantly buying equipment because I want to make it so the studio here is something you can't do or don't want to do at your home. And so what might not make sense for, you know, crooked to buy a $2,500 camera for his house, you know, maybe here at the office where I've got 15 people streaming a week, it makes more sense because we're getting that use out of it. Right. So, so, you know, every week I'm trying to find new equipment. I'm trying to find new things. I'm trying to stay up on technology. So the, the little money that does come in, 
it's not like I'm going to Cabo with it. It's like, it's going back into that. And I, th- I think, yeah. you know, and, and, and my feeling is, is that if the page makes more money, I'm just going to give the money back to the DJs. Right. Yeah. So you, you better, so, you better. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm going to do. No, be, 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 you no, better. Be real, Suji, you better. To be real, Honestly, to be you're real, making good like, money though, right? Because you're streaming huh? like you streaming seven days a week. So you're making good money. No, not at all. No, <laughs> no, because, no, no, because no, no. I'm going to no be real. Face. I'll tell you the real. Because, nah, be, be real. Yeah. What's up? Because, because you know what? Like when people are subscribing, they're subscribing to a person, right? So oh. if they're, if they're, if they're subscribing to the road podcast, they have a connection with the road podcast. They know every time the road podcast goes on, they're getting the four of you. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on scam every week, it's a different every day. It's a different person. So there's, you know, I notice that there's a group of people that turn into baby you that, you know, a lot of them don't show up the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. they're supporters of baby you. Right. So, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a constant work in progress and it's a constant try to find new content, try to find this and try to find that. And it's back to like, you know, when, when December was coming around, I was just sitting to myself and I was like, shit, man, these guys have been doing this for free for six months, week in and week out. And I'm like, how long can I keep saying support your agency? Right. And they, none of them at, at the time when I was telling everyone, hey, you know, starting this week, I'm going to start paying you. And it, it's pennies. It's not that much. And, you know, but hey, it's we're, I want to show you that as this grows, I want you guys to grow with it. And they were all kind of like, oh, shit, cool. But like, I didn't feel like I wanted to keep being like, I felt like I had overstayed my welcome, even though nobody had come to me saying like, yo, I noticed you're getting 10 subs today. Like, where's my cut? Right. Mm -hmm. Occasionally some guests um, will ask like, Hey, what goes on with the subs and the bits? And, and I'll be real with you. It doesn't make money right now. If you're sitting at home, you have a setup, once you get your setup and you're comfortable with it, you know, and you use the same overlay and you, and you can do the emotes yourself and you're not really changing stuff and, and you could make money on it. Sure. Right. But it's not yeah. the same when you got overhead. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, Suj. Suj, um, I, you know, uh, it's been a crazy, crazy year. And I think, uh, you know, I, I, I've been saying this to a lot of homies and a lot of uh, uh, people in our industry. It's just it's good that we can all a year later come back and talk about the past year and, and move forward with some type of confidence in that we're going to be in a good place. Do you know what I'm saying? So I am kind of, I'm kind of glad that, uh, things are going opening up and I'm, and I'm shocked as hell that you survived. I knew you would survive. You're a fucking survivor. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know you claw your way somehow and make it back. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's good to have you on the podcast, man. It's, uh, I hate to say it, but it is good to have you on the, <laughs> no, the podcast. It's good man. to see you, man. <laughs> it's good to see you, bro. You're, you're, you're like a roach. You're not oh. going to die. You're going to survive. I'm going to say that. Yeah, yeah, don't call him a roach. It's foul. I'm protecting you. Yeah, I, I, I have to say, you can call me whatever you want as long as you spell my name right on the check. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Look. Now he has number number spot one and two for our top episodes of all time. I don't know. I think I don't they, uh, gas him up like we'll that, see what's man. Up, man. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see where he's at. And then, uh, yeah, we'll be looking forward to the the scam summer and see what's going on with that as well. And, yeah, uh, let's figure out what we can do together. Yeah, but I, I just want to reiterate: it's for everybody. You know, don't feel like you know if you're not on scam, you shouldn't come, or you know, 
you know, it, it's for all um, skill levels, you know, from beginning to expert, right? Like it's, it's like, you know, wherever you're at, if, if, if this is something that you want to pursue or this is something you enjoy watching, you know, come support, come support the culture and be a part of and, and help us all get back on the right track. And, you know, and, and let's have some fun. What was the website again, Sujit? What was the website again for me? Scamartist.com forward slash scam summer. So it's S-K-A-M-A-R-T-I-S-T dot com forward slash S-K-A-M summer. (laughs) S-U-M-M-E-R. He's really milking the shit. He's milking the shit out of it. I love it. I I need need him to give the right proper information, you know? Yo, I wasn't milking. Jamie threw it up there and I just didn't. Yeah, I got a lob it to my man with Kobe and Shaq over here. Uh, damn, you really trying to get signed a scam right oh, now. I'm trying right? to get signed. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm, trying to start, I'm trying to start the Latino division of scam that is it's yet to be birthed. Oh, interesting. 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 Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, that's, what I, that's what I did on the stream. I was like, let me show him what we should be doing. He's Mexican kind of too. <laughs> uh, yo, Suja, thank you for coming on, man. And uh, we'll see you at Scam Summer in August, Let's man. Do it. Hey, yo, real quick, real quick. I want to plug DJ Audio One's Twitch page. Um, Twitch.tv slash DJ Audio One. All the homies have been holding his page down while he's been in recovery. All the DJs rallied together. They've been keeping his page going, DJing on his Twitch, uh, making sure that he's getting some money in because Homeboy's been in recovery. And we want him to focus on his health but not also worry about paying them hospital bills and paying for all his expenses while he's, uh, you know, recovering. Um, but the best way to really donate is to uh, send him money directly. And I want to put his PayPal up. Um, so make sure you can, you know, send him $2, $5, $10, $20, whatever you can, man. Anything helps. Um, he's one of us. He's one of, he's a DJ. And this shit could happen to any one of us, and and um, we we gotta we gotta look out for each other. So if you want to watch this episode on YouTube or view some of our older episodes as well, you can go to YouTube.com/slash Road Podcasts. Like, comment, subscribe. We post new episodes every Thursday. Every Thursday, y'all, without fail. So definitely come check out the new episodes on YouTube on Thursdays. And um, all right, yes, man. sir. Peace, All right, Suj. All right, Suj.